Hi, this is Tony and welcome to Life Change Secrets. When I decided to leave my job at Nike some years ago, it was almost like when you decide you want to buy a new car. You know how it is when you decide you want a specific model and when you then when you go outside, what do you see? You start to see all the kinds of cars are out there just like that one, right? Same color and everything. Well, whenever I decided to leave my job, I started to notice just how many people there were out there just like me who, when they got up in the morning, they didn't feel that what they were ready to go do for their job that day was really in line with what they should be doing or they didn't like it. And so I found that I could put those people into two different categories. The first category of person was the kind of person who could tell you what they didn't want anymore. They knew that they didn't want to work there anymore. They didn't want that kind of job. That wasn't the right job for them. But then when I asked them, what do you want to do? They couldn't tell me and they needed help figuring that out. The other kind of person that I ran into was the kind of person who knew they didn't want to work at that place anymore. They believed they knew what they wanted to do, but they weren't sure of the steps that they needed to take to get there. And in both of these cases, the common denominator was that they both needed clarity. Clarity to either figure out what they wanted to do or clarity about how they needed to get to where they wanted to get to. And so in this episode of Life Change Secrets, I'm going to take you through six steps that I take my coaching clients through to help them to gain this clarity that they need, which is one of the first things that you need to do before you do anything else to move from where you are to where you want to be. Right after this, we're going to get right to it. Are you ready for a change and to finally do something about that feeling inside of you that says you have a different calling in life? To finally go after that dream or dust off that project you've been thinking of creating but still haven't done anything about yet? Do you need some support, direction, or motivational words from someone who has been there and who understands you? Well, if so, you've come to the right place. This podcast is a place to find inspiration for those who want to take control and change their lives for the better. Welcome to Life Change Secrets. Here's your host, Tony. If you're at a stage in your life where you need greater clarity and you're trying to figure out what you want to do when you grow up, or you're trying to figure out what steps you need to take to get from where you are to where you really want to get to, then you might find this process helpful. This is the first of the five phases that I'm going to take you through in the Finding the Courage to Change program, because sometimes that's what it's all about. When people can't see the way or they can't see how something can happen that they want to happen, that sometimes they give up or they can't seem to muster up the courage to start the process because they can't see the way to get there. And so what we're going to talk about here are six steps that I take people through in the first of the five phases of the Finding the Courage to Change program. And uh, just a review, if you've heard this before, or if you haven't heard this before, you might find this helpful. The first phase that I myself went through is, first and foremost, before you do anything else, I believe you need to put yourself in front of the mirror and get to know better the person who's actually going to make this change and embark on this mission. And that person is you. I've seen it happen too many times that people go off half cock, like my mom used to say, and then they have to backtrack because they didn't do their homework. So that's the first thing is getting to know yourself. And that's what this is all about. That's what we're going to talk about today. And the second phase of the Courage to Change program has to do with getting a greater overview of what's possible. 
because sometimes people limit themselves to thinking, well, I don't believe that that's possible. And when I asked them, I said, well, what are you basing that on? And they base it on what they're conditioned to believe and the things that they've seen and the experiences that they've had. And they think that everything that happens from here on out has to be in line with the things that they see or believe. And I'm telling you, that's not the case. You know, we're in a world now where there's almost 8 billion people and, you know, there are so many things that happen in this world that we're just not aware of. We could never possibly be aware of. And there's probably people out there who have tried to attempt something that you're trying to attempt, who've had less resources than you, uh, who are less fortunate than you and have a a less stimulating environment than, than you have. And they did it. And so my question is, if they did it, why can't you? You see what I'm saying? That's one of the things that motivates me to to strive and persevere and be determined. The third step is to get a clear vision. And I mean a detailed vision of what you really want. And so it can't be too vague. It has to be very specific. The fourth thing is once you have that specificity in your vision, you need to put together a solid plan. And then the fifth thing is all that stuff is nothing unless you are motivated and know how to motivate yourself and keep yourself on track to get to where you want to get to, okay? So let's backtrack now. We're not going to go through all those five phases. We're going to go through the first phase. And in this first phase about putting you in front of the mirror and about getting to know yourself better, it's also about getting clarity to get started. And in this first phase, there are six steps that I take people through. And that's what we're going to talk about right now. So before we do anything, I believe it's necessary for you, first of all, to believe in the process. Whenever you get a coach or whenever you read a book and it has a method in it and you say, you know what, I'm going to go after this. I'm going to go for it. You got to start to believe in the process. You have to be coachable. So if you're going to go through this thing, whatever process you're going through, whether it's mine or whether it's somebody else's who's trying to teach you how to get from where you are to where you want to be, you know, believe in the process first. The second thing that's really important is that you take the time and you carve out time for you to concentrate. Don't do it in bits and pieces. Block out an hour, two hours, where you turn the phone off, turn all the notifications off and the stories and the Facebook messages and the Instagram messages. You don't need all that stuff right now. Focus on what you want. And so you need to carve out your time. So now let's get started with the six things that you're going to want to do to get greater clarity in your life. The first thing can seem a little bit daunting, but I'm going to ask you to write the story of your life. And when I talk about writing the story of your life, I'm not talking about just two or three pages. I'm talking about 15 pages. That's what it takes on the average from 12 to 15 pages with the people that I coach for them to write the story of their life. And when I'm talking about the story, I'm talking about from your earliest memories, when you were a child, when you were a small child, all the way up until today, everything that you can remember, you write about it, about your first uh, first day at school, about your school comrades, about your teachers, um, what they were like, what subjects you liked, friends that you had, boyfriends and girlfriends, your first kiss, your first sexual experiences, um, your relationships with your family, your friends, things that you're interested in, people who ter- who rub you the wrong way, people you loved, um, things that people did for you, things you, about that you were passionate about, anything that you can remember from your earliest memories all the way up until today. And why do I ask you to do that? 
Why did I do that for myself? Because in that story are the clues to what you should and shouldn't be doing going forward in your life. They're in there. But you got to write the story first, okay? Which takes me to the next step. Number two, once you write the story, then you're going to want to go back and read it and highlight things that stick out in your mind. There are things that you may have, may have suppressed over the years. You know, just giving a quick example, I, when I was 15 years old, I told my mom in a scene in the kitchen when I was drying dishes that one day I was going to be speaking in front of hundreds of people. And she just looked at me like I was crazy. But, and I suppressed that thought for years and then it resurfaced again. But if I had thought about it before, I might've got to where I wanted to be quicker. See what I'm saying? Anyway, you want to go back and highlight everything that stands out in your mind, things that keep repeating themselves, problems that you keep having and that you haven't been able to resolve, the kinds of people that you keep on meeting who keep coming into your life, who have the same kind of characteristics, things that you love. One of those things for me was leadership. I kept being thrust into leadership positions in all the different, whether I was in the military, whether I was in sports, whether I was in, in companies, I, I kept being thrust into leadership positions. You know, that was one of the things that I highlighted in my story that kept coming up over and over and over again. Things that you didn't like. I didn't, I was a sales manager, but I didn't like being a sales manager. I didn't like it, you know? And so you, that's the next thing you want to do. So after you write the story, you want to go back and highlight everything that is noteworthy, okay? The third thing then that I have people do is I give them a list of about 40 questions. And some of those questions after you've written your story and highlighted the, the most important aspects of that story, might seem kind of redundant, but they're really cementing the, the things that have come up over and over and over again in your life. And some of those questions, just to give you a, a few examples, are questions like, you know, what do you believe that you're here on this earth to do? What do you love? What don't you love? What do you think you're good at? What do you think you're not good at? Um, who are the people who rub you the wrong way? Who are the people that you love the most? Um, what are you passionate about? What cause do you believe in? You know, there was, there's a whole lot of these questions that I ask people just to kind of cement the things and fill in some of the holes that may have been missing in the story that you wrote. So what happens next is people will often go back to the story and fill in the blanks of things that they maybe omitted. And maybe those, those questions help them to think about some things that they should have maybe expounded more upon or some things that maybe they've forgotten, okay? And then after you've done that, now it's time to annotate the lessons that you've learned from writing your story. And in my book, The Courage to Change, I talk about 22 different lessons that I learned from writing my story. One of those lessons was, yeah, I was a sales manager, but I didn't like sales. I didn't like going to dinner with customers. I didn't like going around looking at retail stores and talking about sellout and sell through. I just didn't interest me in the least. One of the things that I loved the most about my job as a sales manager was motivating my sales force and helping people that I managed to bring out their best. Those were the things that I loved the most. Another important lesson for me was the kinds of people that I kept attracting into my life, the kinds of women that I kept attracting into my life. And over and over and over again, they all had the same kind of characteristics. And so whether that's positive or negative, there's a reason for that. And so I started to analyze that and think about why is that, that I keep attracting the same kinds of people into my life? 
right? And so those are just a couple quick examples anyway, so you're going to want to talk about what your lessons are. Then I have you do a quick exercise. It's called the circle of life, which helps you to examine different areas of your life to see how you feel about where you are in this particular moment of your life whether it has to do with your work, whether it has to do with your relationships, whether it has to do with your family relationship, your social relationships, how you're able to manage your emotions, your health, or whatever that is. And then the last step in this process is once you have all that information together, it's about creating a one sheet of a snapshot of you in this moment. And then I have my coaching clients create a mind map for themselves, where in the middle of that map is their name and the date. And then the branches that go off of that are all the things that they need to have in their lives going forward or that they need to be aware of or watch out for or not have in their lives going forward. So, for example, you know, in my case, I want if I'm going to be happy going forward, I need to make sure that I have opportunities to help people because that's one of the things that I love to do. I have to figure out ways to do that. I also want to make sure that I'm on stage from time to time because that's what makes me happy. I also need to have a certain amount of freedom in my life. I don't want to work in an environment in which there's always somebody telling me what to do and I'm working 12 hours a day to help somebody else achieve their goals. I want to work for myself. And so if I'm going to be happy, I need to make sure that that's something that's in my life. One of the things that turns me off or really gets under my skin is when people are disrespectful. I hate that. And so I want to be aware of that and and make sure that I stay away from people like that. And I'm able to manage people like that, to keep them at a distance or to keep them at bay. Okay. Anyway, and once you do all this work, You now, with this one sheet, with this snapshot, what I always say, this is a snapshot of you in this particular moment of your life, it's so crystal clear now what it is you should and shouldn't be doing anymore going forward. And see, without this work, what happens is people, they just go do stuff and they didn't even think about this. And then when I get a hold of them later, when they come back and they say, I tried to do this, it didn't work, can you help me? When we go through this exercise, Then they start to realize the mistakes that they made when they started to venture off on their own without having done this work first. You see, it's so powerful. It's a tough exercise. If you want to do it by yourself, you can do it by yourself. If you need help, I can help you or you can get somebody else to help you. But do that first and that will help you to get the clarity that you need to figure out. And I say this again because I want this to really be hammered into your mind. It will help you to see and have greater clarity about what you should and what you should not be doing in your life going forward if and only if you want to be happy. All right? So I hope that was helpful. I ask you to please leave a review. Tell the world what you think about this podcast. Tell them what you think about me. If you don't have a whole lot of time, you can at least just put a star on it. I'd really appreciate it. And if you have anyone in your circle of friends, your loved ones, family, anyone you think might benefit from these, just send them the link. And uh, I would really appreciate that as well. And whatever you do, stay with me now because I got a lot more things to say.